The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita. When I was growing up, my grandfather had a home business where my father, my uncles, and aunt worked together in the same company. You can imagine how many conflicts occurred when personal life and business were blended together in one part. When I was very little, I used to cry when people fought. Why can't people get along? Why does everyone have to be right? When I was older, I was often put in a position where I had to hear everyone's problem and try to help them to solve it. I became a little counselor at a very young age. Today, as an adult, I'm still listening to people's problems and trying to help them lessen their pain and resolve their conflicts. By working with people over the years, I created many analogy stories to help people understand their situations and find insight from it. Today, Story is about how to resolve conflicts between two people who have different views on a subject. I'm going to tell you a story about a cow. Then I will use real life examples to illustrate the meaning of the story. You may be able to identify with some of the examples. I hope you find insight to deal with your situations. Stay tuned for the story. One day, Ken took his three-year-old son Tommy for a ride in the countryside. The green fields and the bright blue sky made a perfect day for a ride. Tommy was inquisitive by nature, and he spotted something he wanted to see. Daddy, could we go over there? I see something far away in the field, Tommy said. Without hesitation, Ken replied, sure, let's go. Tommy had never seen a cow, and so they made tricks over the fields to look closer at the cow. Tommy asked millions of questions. When he got home, Tommy told his mommy about the ride, about seeing the tree and the sky and the clouds, and that he had so much fun with daddy. Then he told her about the cow. He said it had four big legs and stuff hanging down its tummy. Daddy said the stuff hanging down is called udders, and that is where milk comes from. He explained proudly, Ken interrupted Tommy and in an irritating tone said, The cow also has a head, a tail, and a back. Tommy began to cry. No, he shouted, the cow only has four legs and a stomach with udders. Was Tommy's description wrong? 
definitely not. You see, Ken is an adult, so he could see the view of the whole cow. Little Tommy is small; he could only see the cow's feet and stomach. They both are looking at the same cow, but at different angles. Both of their subdescriptions were correct. So often, when two people are in conflict, they can only see their view. If one person thinks that his view is right, he's pretty sure the other person's view is wrong. So he will keep trying to persuade the other person to believe in his view. Of course, the other person thinks that his own idea is right, also. So he disagrees and argues with him. They argue back and forth in attempt to win the battle. That is how conflicts between two individuals come about. No two human beings are exactly the same. With different family backgrounds, personalities, educational levels, nationalities, the list goes on and on with our differences. Because of our differences, it is impossible for two people to agree with each other all the time. Being involved in a conflict makes the two individuals upset, frustrated, and fearful. All this makes feelings disable them, so they cannot function well in their job, home, and relationships. Sometimes interpersonal conflicts can even affect their physical health. Some of the symptoms may be insomnia, heart palpitation, anxiety, lack of concentration, lack of motivation, unable to eat or eating excessively, or elevated blood pressure. Sometimes these symptoms may last for days, so it affects their ability to perform their regular routine until they have some kind of resolution in the conflict. When people don't bother to resolve the conflict, they harbor resentment inside their heart against the other person. The emotional pain can poison them to the extent of affecting their health. Obviously, interpersonal relationship can be hazardous to our health. So we need to find ways to reframe how we manage our conflicts in our life. That is why the cow story can be applied to so many situations in our lives. I would like to take some time during this show to discuss some of the conflicts I have seen that exemplify this analogy principle. But first, let's start out by discussing conflicts at even the most basic level to understand our own human natures. Let's look at two little toddlers who were playing in the same room. Jay was playing with his yellow truck, and he was making all kinds of noises to imitate the sound of the engine. He was so involved with the truck that he did not see anyone or anything else in the room. All of a sudden, Bradley came over and took the truck away from him. Jay pushes Bradley, and he started screaming that he wanted his truck back. Jay was thinking. It is my truck. I was playing with it first. You can't take it away from me. It's mine. Bradley was thinking. I like playing with the yellow truck. I should be able to play with it. If I want it, I can take it. You see, kids at that age think that their ways is the right way. They're unable to look into another person's perspective and try to think for others. If they want it, they can take it. Without considering another person's feelings or thoughts, they both think they're right, and the other person is wrong. The fight continues until someone comes to rescue them. As toddlers turn into children, 
They have better language skills to express themselves verbally. While able to look into another person's perspective, they may be able to solve some of the conflicts with other children some of the time, but they still need adults to help them. Once there were two third graders playing with each other in the schoolyard. Jenny and Julie were best friends, so they were usually together all the time at school. One day, Jenny walked away from Julie because she decided to play with another friend by the swing set. Julie was very angry and sad. Why would Julie want to play with somebody else? I thought we're best friends. She was in tears when she came home, so she decided not to do anything with Jenny anymore. Jenny was hurt because Julie did not want to be her friend, so she would not talk to Julie either. Yet both girls look sad every day going to school because they really miss each other. Julie's mom decided to invite Julie and her mom out to the park for a picnic. Jenny and Julie had no other kids to play with, so they talked to each other. Jenny asked Julie, "You told me that we will be friends forever. Why did you play with another girl while we were doing something together?" Jenny said. I saw the girl by the swing set was playing alone, so I went there to play with her. We played with each other all the time. She has no one to play with because she's new in the school. Julie asked, "So are we still friends? Of course, maybe three of us can play together at school. That's a good idea," replied Julie. "We can play with each other after school." You see, the girls communicated with each other and tried to understand each other's perspectives in order to solve their conflicts. The story ended with a good outcome. Jenny appreciated Julie for being a loyal friend, and Julie appreciated Jenny for caring for others. They're still friends with each other after fifteen years later. As adults, they still talk to each other about their perspectives in different situations. And they try to compromise. The relationship stays strong. Children are not mature enough to think like an adult when dealing with conflicts. In order to be an understanding parent, grandparents, teacher, or neighbor, one has to look at the children's perspective before making any decision to handle the conflict between adult and the child. Once there was a little girl who refused to wear a dress to kindergarten. Her mother was very upset because she spent a lot of money on her school clothes. She wanted her little princess to look beautiful in her class to impress the kindergarten teacher. To exercise authority as a mother, she told the little girl to wear the dress anyway. She urged her to get into the car because they were running late for school. The little girl cried all the way to school. She thought, "I don't want to go to the classroom because boys laugh at girls who wear dresses. I don't want to go to school." Before she knew it, she was at the school. Her mother did not even give her a chance to explain why she did not want to wear a dress to school. You see, the mother and the daughter looked at the dress from different perspectives. The mother was looking at the financial aspect of the situation. She did not want to waste the money she spent for daughter's back-to-school clothes. The little girl, on the other hand, focused on the social aspect of the situation. 
She did not want to wear the dress because the boys at school would crawl under the table and look at girls' underwear and laugh at them. The mom insisted her little girl obey her. But if she tried to understand her little girl's perspectives, she probably would not have forced her daughter to wear a dress to school. Just like the cow story, the father corrected the son by telling him the cow has a head, a tail, and a body. Only if he had bent down to his son's height, he would understand why his son thought a cow only has four legs and a stomach. As school-age children grow in adolescence, they begin to assert their own identity with their opinions. Yet, despite their newfound independence of thought, they may still not have the maturity to see the other's perspective. When teenagers insist on their own perspectives, opinions, priorities, and ideas, a battle begins. It is not until the two individuals are willing to try to put their gender aside and attempt to understand the other person's perspective that peace can't be found. Once there were two teenage boys having a shouting match. John said, "I thought I told you to turn down the radio. Turn it down." Mark yelled back. I did. John said, "No, you didn't. It's just as loud as it was before." John said, "Turn it down, or I will do it myself." Mark said, "Don't you dare touch my radio! You're so selfish." John said, "You are selfish. You only think about yourself." They argued back and forth almost to the extent of getting into a fist fight. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of the story. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll free right now at one eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. One eight six six four seven two fifty seven eighty seven. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is "The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw" and other parables from Christian counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns, so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website TrinityChristianCounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at five one seven. Three three two sixty three hundred, and leave a message for her. If you think you've seen online TV before. 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Calmly. John said that he wanted Mark to turn down the radio so that he could prepare for the speech competition the next day. Mark, on the other hand, wanted to hear the radio program for homework assignment. Without communicating, they jumped to conclusion that the other person was disrespecting him intentionally. The assumption created a misunderstanding between them. John assumed that Mark deliberately did not turn down the radio to irritate him. Mark, on the other hand, assumed that John wanted to take control of the volume of his radio, so he was mad at John. It was not until their mom encouraged them to communicate that they both found out why it is important for them to find out each other's agenda before drawing the conclusion too early. Besides having conflict with each other, Teenagers often have conflicts with their parents. In order to have a good relationship with teenagers, parents have to accept that their sons and daughters are individuals with their own perspectives, opinions, priorities, and ideas of their own. 
They no longer like younger children who believe everything they are told. If parents do not listen to their perspective and instead insist their way because they are the parents, the teens will rebel. A power struggle will be continued until both sides are willing to listen and respect each other's opinion. Let's look at a scenario that happened between a father and a son. The son had a long day at school, had few tasks at school, and after school had football practice. On the way home, he was thinking about food because he had nothing to eat after lunch in the late morning. He rushed into the house, had the trusted refrigerator to look for food. He saw some leftovers and some bread, so he put everything on a plate and put it in the microwave. Just before he turned on the microwave, he heard his dad's voice behind him screaming, Stop! You don't put bread and leftovers in the microwave at the same time. You have to microwave them separately. The son was annoyed by his dad's comment. His, the son responded, What a control freak! I can't even put food in the microwave my own way? I can't believe this. He yelled at his dad and stormed into his room with cold with the cold food and stayed there the rest of the evening without talking to his dad. How could this conflict have been avoided? If the father accepted that his son was another individual who has his own ideas of doing things, allow him to do things his way, his son would not be yelling at him. He was trying to reason with a hungry child. If the father could wait until he filled up his stomach and try to understand his way of doing things, the outcome would be a lot different. The son was trying to find the most efficient way to warm up the food so he could eat it immediately. He was going to put the food in the microwave to warm up the bread and he planned to eat the leftovers a little cold. Putting the food into his mouth and fill up his tummy was his first priority. The father, on the other hand, was looking at the proper way to warm up the food that would taste the best. He was thinking that he should warm up the bread and the leftovers separately with different temperatures. They were both looking at the same situation with different perspectives because they were trying to achieve different goals. The conflict could have been avoided if the father respected his son's opinion and trusted that he must have a reason to do things his way. The conflict between the two teenagers and the conflict between the father and the son could have been avoided if both parties communicated with each other about their gender or ideas before making assumptions based on their opinions. The outcome could have been totally different. Our assumptions are based on our backgrounds and our past experiences. But because others have different past experiences, you can't assume the other person thinks like you. Therefore, most of our assumptions are inaccurate. As parents, sometimes it's hard to make the switch to accept your child as growing to be an independent adult that is capable to make decisions without your help. When the kids are little, they depend on their parents to help them make decisions. When they're teenagers, they want to make decisions on their own. Conflicts between parents and teens arise when parents' decisions and the kids' decisions are not the same. In order to break the power struggle, 
parents have to sap the teens are individuals with his or, her, his or her own perspectives, opinions, priorities, and ideas. Disagreements do not mean disrespect. Learn to listen to each, each other without interruption, accepting each other's ideas, and come up with resolution both parties agree on are the keys to resolving many of these conflicts. 90% of the teenagers talk to parents looking for sympathy and understanding. They're not looking for an answer from you. They want to figure out the situation themselves. However, parents often cannot wait to lecture their kids and give them advice. They often confront the kids with what they're doing wrong in the situation rather than listening to their children's needs. This is often the reason for anger in teens. In order to have good relationship with teenagers, parents need to learn to respect the teens' perspectives and opinions. Eventually, their relationship will gradually change from being a parent and child relationship into a relationship that values each other's opinions with respects. Your teenagers will grow up becoming independent adults with self-confidence and with confidence that others will respect their opinions. Young adults also face the difficulties in communication. If they both insist they're right, the battle goes on, and it ends up that both are wrong because they both become hostile towards each other. The battle goes on without any resolution. In reality, they both win if they accepted each other's opinions rather than trying to be right. Just like the cow story, the father and the son are both right. They're just looking into the same situation in a different angle. Let's look at a situation. Two adults were planning a party to get together with a few old college friends. Josh wanted to have the party in the central location to everyone. He thought that they should meet in Chicago at a hotel, and each family will rent a hotel room. He was about to plan all the details of the program and email everyone. Linda interrupted George and disagreed with the location. She wanted the reunion to be held in Patty's house in Michigan because she had the biggest house. George was upset that Linda disagreed with him because it made logical sense to meet in an equal distant location. So they argue back and forth. Whose plan is better? They both assume their plan is better than the other person's plan. The conflict con could be resolved if they both are willing to listen to each other's reasoning about their plan. They need to accept each other's opinions and come up with a compromise. Later, they talk about it after they both cool down and realize that Linda was a feeler. She always make decisions based on others' feelings. She was worried some of her friends may not have money to pay for a hotel room. That's why she rejected George's idea. George is a thinker. He thought that it was logical to find a location that's easily accessible. In reality, they both were right. Because of their personality differences, they look at the situation in a different angle. When they found, finally accept each other's opinion, they come up with a solution. Everyone meets in Chicago and hang out there for a few hours, which was, was George's idea. Then they would drive to Patty's house, which was Linda's idea. They both won at, in the end 
when they accepted each other's opinion without jumping to conclusion that the other person was wrong. He's an example of a relationship conflict between young couples who came to me for counseling. They were driving home from a funeral. The husband made a comment. That's too bad. He died so young. It was his fault because he ate the wrong food and was not exercising. He went on and on talking about his opinion about his friend that passed away. His wife was upset and yelled at him. What's wrong with you? You have no compassion, trust people. How about his wife and the kids? Who's going to take care of them? You have no compassion, trust others, including me and the kids. No wonder I don't feel love from you. You don't care for other people. The emotions escalated as they fought all the way home. They gave each other silent treatment for many days after the funeral. What seems to be the problem in this situation? I tried to explain to them what was going on in the argument in the counseling session. This was my explanation. You see, the husband was looking at the factual aspect of the problem with his friend. The wife was looking at the emotional aspect of the same situation. But they both felt sad that they lost their friend. The husband was upset that his friend died and wished he took care of himself so he would not die. The wife, on the other hand, was also sad about the loss of their dear friend. Since she was a mother herself, naturally she worried about the wife and the kids. When they finally understood that they were feeling the same emotion and expressing it in different ways, they both looked at each other and cried. The conflict had exposed deeper issues in their relationship that they were able to work on after this understanding. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com. Or visit the website, trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs. And now, we have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. This problem continues to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, and through our children. Get the answers from The Mickey Ellison Show, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. As adults move to the middle age, around age 40 to 65, they may become more rigid in their opinions. Sometimes they have a harder time accepting others' opinion if it's not the same with theirs. Once there was a middle-aged couple in their 40s arguing in a counseling session, Husband wanted his teenage daughter to be home at 10.30 during weekends because that was the curfew his parents set for him. He believed that his daughter needed to obey his rules or else she could not go out. The mother, on the other hand, believed that the daughter should be allowed to come home later because it was not a school day. She believed that her daughter should have more freedom now that she was older. When both parents disagree. The daughter was in control. As long as they did not agree, she could do things her way. The parents ended up losing the battle anyway. Loving and caring for the daughters was their common interest. I suggested that they both assume that the other's opinion was right. If they assumed the others to be right, they were able to come up with a solution. They would set the curfew at 10.30, following the husband's rule. If for any reason, such as finishing up the movie they were watching, she needed to call her parents and ask them for permission to stay a little longer. To be understanding parents, they would say yes to their daughter if it was a reasonable request. They got the issue resolved when they believed both of their ideas were right. In another situation, a college student came home for the summer to stay with his parents. Let's use the name Jimmy. As soon as Jimmy walked into the house, the battle began with his parents. 
He had a hard time when his parents still treated him like a child, and reminded him to do this and do that. When he was in college, he did not have to report to anyone about his schedules. He made decisions on his own. You see, his parents only remember what he was like the day he left home for college. They did not know that the son has changed a lot while he was away, so they treated him like when he was at home. One day, the father yelled at his son, "We have not seen you ever since you came home. You living in this house, you still have to follow the rules and take responsibility of sharing household chores like everybody else. The grass is very long. I want you to mow the lawn." The son was mad. He yelled back, "I have no freedom in this, this house. I can't do anything I want." He stormed out of the house. His mom tried to talk to both of them separately to calm them down. You see, the son and the father had a different priority list in their mind. The father was excited that his son was home and finally would be getting some help with the yard work. Jimmy used to help with the yard work before college. But Jimmy had a different priority list in his mind. He wanted to go to see his friend, whom he hasn't seen for a year, before he could help his dad. His friend was going back to college that afternoon. That was the only time they could see each other. Without communicating to each other, they both made inaccurate assumptions in their head. The father assumed the son was not responsible, and the son assumed his dad was trying to control his life. Neither one of the assumptions were accurate. The father forgot that his grown son has his own agendas, just like everybody else. The son wanted to make the decision of when he wanted to help out. Later, the son called his dad and apologized. He told him he would mow the lawn when he came back around one o'clock. He explained to his dad that his friend had to go back to college at one thirty. His dad also apologized to his son for not respecting his schedule. When they finally communicated, rather than making assumptions, they were able to have a happy ending. It may sometimes take time for adults to accept their adult children, but when they work on assuming the best about the children rather than assuming the worst, they were able to build a better relationship with their children. The power of positive assumption and empathetical understanding of the other party's desire is a bridge to broken relationship. Now, as these kids become adults and leave home, the parents often deal with an emptiness phenomena. Couples have to define their role and identity in their family without kids. They've been focused on the kids for many years, and now that they are not at home anymore, all the hidden issues come to the surface. While the kids were home, they put their issues aside because they were too busy raising the kids. In my counseling sessions, I often see disgruntled couples that face these differences when the kids leave home. Once there was a couple that had a hard time getting along after retirement. During the early years, the wife had taken care of the interior design of the home because the husband was too busy advancing himself in his career, so he did not care what kind of changes that were made in the house. Now that they both were retired, the husband wanted to take part in the entire decision making inside the household, which made it difficult for the wife. She was no longer able to make all the decisions on her own about the household decorations anymore. Worst of all, 
Dustbin tried to clean up the drawers and the cabinet in the kitchen. Because of that, she could not find anything. She felt like her husband was invading her territories and destroying her system. So she walked around and got mad at anything her husband did. In return, Dustbin was also upset that he could not arrange anything in the house the way he wanted it to be. You could hear arguments in the house often. They could not compromise on any decisions. They wanted to remodel the kitchen, but they could not agree on the color and the types of kitchen counter they wanted to replace. They thought about the kind and the color of the floor, the color of the walls. There's so many arguments that they decided to hold off the project. It ended up that they could not start any projects in the house. But they did not feel good every time they looked at the Wandang house. But they were too stubborn to compromise. Instead, they transferred their anger into something else. They got mad at each other frequently. How did they work it out with two bosses in the house who refused to go along with another person's idea? By not willing to look at each other's idea, the battle continued and they got stuck. In reality, neither one of them knew exactly what they wanted, so they changed their minds constantly. I suggested them to find an expert in decorating to give them ideas. They both agreed it was a good idea. They were able to remodel the kitchen through the help of a third person. Sometimes even adults who need help in dealing with their conflicts. Once there was a couple in their 70s had a hard time getting along with each other. The wife complained that her husband did not care for her because he did not pay attention listen to her when she talked to him. She told him to go to the grocery store to get her some tomato. He seemed to hear her at the time, but he did not get the tomato when he came home. His wife was upset. Didn't you hear me? I asked you to go to the store to get some tomato. The husband replied, You did not tell me to buy tomato. I did not know I was supposed to do that. The wife was upset and yelled at him. You don't love me because you don't pay attention listening to me. You don't care about any of my needs. Okay, was this really about a tomato? Of course it's not. It sounds ridiculous that not buying a tomato can cause someone to feel unloved. But let's analyze what really each party was thinking. The wife assumed that her husband did not care for her because she did not get the tomato. The husband strongly believed that she did not make that statement and that she had accused him falsely. Neither one of the assumptions were accurate. The husband's mind was very compartmentalized. When he was focused on one task, he turned out everything else around him. Although he had heard his wife talking to him in the kitchen, his mind was focused on the computer. The wife, on the other hand, had a mind with many compartments, and she can switch from one to another and go back to the original ones. She started out by talking about the grandkids. Then she asked her husband to buy a tomato in the middle of her talk, and she went back to talking about the grandkids again. By recognizing the differences between them, they were able to find a new way to communicate. She would make sure she got his attention before she talked, 
She would write him a shopping list, especially when he was concentrating on doing something else. He worked on giving her undivided attention and took notes when his wife talked to him. By talking through this, they realized their assumption about each other was incorrect. Neither of them, one of them had motive to hurt the other person intentionally. If they had assumed the other to have good intentions, they would see the situation totally different. It was not the tomato. It was how they communicated. As you can see, drawing a conclusion before trying to understand the other person's perspectives created a conflict between them. They really need to learn how the other person's communicated. And this helped them both to feel loved and understood. This is just like the cow story that we discussed in the beginning. We're talking about the same cow, but just seeing it from different angles. So far, We've looked at examples of conflicts among people of all ages. In all this situation, during my counseling session, I needed to help each patient learn to see the other side. So I used the cow story to help them gain insight in how to handle conflicts between two individuals. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an e-book. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. 
stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. The father in the cow story assumed the son was wrong before he tried to look at the cow at his height. The father could see the whole body of the cow with his adult height. The little boy could only see the lower part of the cow because he was much shorter. They were just looking at the cow in different angles. I would like to use the previous example to illustrate a few points of how to apply this cow story. First of all, be aware of jumping to conclusions that the other person is wrong without considering the other person's perspective first. Little Julie assumed that Jenny did not want to be her friend anymore when she played with another girl at recess. The mother assumed her daughter refused to wear a dress to school to disobey her. The two teenage boys assumed that the other person did things deliberately to irritate each other. The two young adults argued about the location, assuming the other person's opinion was wrong. And the two older adults assumed the other partner had bad motives in mind to hurt each other. As you can see, the conflicts originated in false assumption before trying to find out the other person's perspective. Most of the time, we make assumptions based on our past experiences. However, since everyone has different past experiences, you must assume your view most likely will not be exactly like another person's view. If only people could look at another person's perspective before drawing a conclusion, it will have a totally different outcome. Once Julie understood why Jenny was playing with the girl who was alone, she was able to include a third girl to join them in recess. Once the mother understood why the little girl did not want to wear a dress to school, she would not have forced her to wear a dress. Once the teenage parents were able to understand each other's perspectives, they were able to come up with a plan for curfew. Once the father and the college son tried to respect each other's priorities, they were able to have understanding trust each other. Once the two older adults were able to accept each other's differences and adapt to each other, they were able to communicate on a much deeper level. They applied the cow story by looking into the other person's perspectives, were able to find a compromise when they truly understood each other. Second of all, assume the best about the person rather than the worst. In many of the examples given, both of the parties could be right. They probably were looking at the same situation from different perspectives. It's exactly like the father and the son in the cow story. They were both right, but were just looking at the cow in different angles. If you can assume that the other person's perspective is also correct, you both probably will be able to find a better resolution in your situation. Most of the time, Two individuals process the same information differently. Do you remember the couple that went to the funeral and fought all the way home? Who was the guilty one? None of them were. They both were right. They just looked at the situation a different angle. The husband looked at the factual aspect of the situation and the wife looked at the emotional aspect of the situation. The parents with teenage girls came up with a good plan for their curfew once they accepted that each other's idea were good. 
they were raised differently, so they had different rules in mind for what had worked for them when they were children. The older tomato couple needed to work on this communication problem. Instead of insisting that they were right, they were willing to change to accommodate the other partner. It had a better outcome when both party parties were willing to look at each other's perspective and assume they both were right. It's not easy in the heat of a battle to consider the other person's perspective and to assume that the other person can be correct as well. But if two people insist they're right, it usually turns into anger, which leads to a quarrel. If you speak when you're angry, you will end up making a speech that you will forever regret. The words that come out from both of your mouth damage both of your heart, and the truth is always lost in a quarrel. You don't get anything resolved anyway. How many people go through life trying to be always right and end up pushing people away? Are you one of these people? Do you feel like you end up hurting others and also hurting yourself because you have isolated yourself to the point that no one wants to talk to you anymore? It could be a tough and lonely place when you are right on your own island but can't share it with anyone else. It's difficult to shed the human nature of wanting to be right without relying on God to give us this humility. How do we get along with each other better? If we follow the principle in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 states, In humility, consider others better than you. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Jesus said, Best blessed are the weak, for they will inherit the earth. It is not human nature to act in humility, but we are able to do so because of what Jesus has done for us. Jesus, the Son of God, was willing to humble himself and come to this world and mingle with those who were in pain and those who were in sin. He loves us so much that he was willing to die for us. Can you think of anyone in this world who is willing to die for you? Hardly anyone in this world loves you so much that he or she will be willing to die for you. But Jesus did that. All he asks us in return for his love is to give his love to others. God loves you and the other person. What does God mean when he says to love others? It means that you're willing to humble yourself, to listen to his or her perspective, to assume the best about the other person rather than the worst. When you can apply this in principles, you end up with a better outcome in any relationship conflict. You're not only able to maintain a good relationship, but you will also make better decisions with two people working together. If you insist your way, you may win the argument, but you lose in the relationship. By following Jesus' example to extend love to others and avoid making the same mistakes like the father in the cow story, you'll be open to other people's opinions. If you assume the other person is right also, you'll probably be able to make a better decision together. Just like the cow story, you may be seeing your cow in different perspectives. So, although the description may be different, you're talking about the same cow. On the contrary, if you assume that the other person is wrong, you'll make the assumption about his intention. Your assumption is going to be wrong most of the time because you are basing your assumption on your past experiences. Your assumption will not be accurate until you're willing to look into another person's perspective that is based on their experiences. When you walk in their shoes first, you'll be able to make more accurate conclusions. If you do follow these principles, God will be able to work in you, work through you. After all, it is when we get out of the way and let God be glorified 
through our weaknesses that the world is a better world to live in for all of us. At this time, I would like to acknowledge Dr. Bob and Jesse Carr for the donation to support the airtime of this show to celebrate their 15th wedding anniversary. Congratulations, Bob and Jesse. I hope you find today's show insightful and helpful. You can email me with any of your concerns so I can pray for you. My email address is care at dr-rita.com. I'm going to talk about the Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle story on my next show. It is about change someone who's difficult to deal with. Come join me next time. In the meantime, take care and may you find the stream in your desert. Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.